I'm enjoying it so far. It feels nice to have this peace of mind that like when I want to share design related stuff, I can just open that account and share it. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. On today's episode, we're going to talk about running a design Instagram account. If you listened to the last episode, you might have heard this come up. We started talking about the fact that this is something that Fem has started recently, Femke.design. Am I right? Yes. That's the, the username Fem. You are right. It's a new Instagram account she's created. And I, I wanted to ask her some questions about it. Why she decided to do this, create a separate account for design focused stuff versus personal photos. And perhaps we'll be able to hear some tips as well for any designers listening who are considering doing this themselves. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> First though, Fem, how's, how's life been going? Anything to update us on? Yeah, um, not much to update on other than I guess we had Canadian Thanksgiving yesterday fun times which was very chill just me and owen at home alone (laughs) so nothing huge or exciting um but yeah that's been pretty much it a nice long weekend we went for a hike it's getting a bit colder here now so starting to like you know migrate into the colder season which i'm kind of looking forward to but also not because it's like darker and colder but it's also cozy and fun so yeah, otherwise not really too much to update. What about on your end? Yeah, over here, I said it to a friend the other day that our season has gone from it's too hot to feeling smug that it's the perfect temperature here while <laughs> my friends elsewhere in the world are too cold. <laughs> sure, sure. But yeah, nothing else much apart from that. I had a long weekend as well. It was 9th of October is the day of the Valencian community. Oh. So it's like the founding of the city day, I guess, is what I've gathered anyway from trying to read about it. That's exciting. What is like the celebrate? Like, what do you do? Is there a sort of some tradition? Well, normally there's mascletas and fireworks. Mascletas are like daytime fireworks yep. that are about choreographed sound. I think I've talked about them before. But, you know, because it's COVID times, they did not have the big fireworks display like mm-hmm. they usually do because obviously they didn't want people gathering to watch it because they are usually like the best fireworks display of the year. So that's sad, but understandable. And I had a a three-day weekend, though, which was nice. Oh, very Um, nice. Yeah, we rented a car and drove out to some, like, nature-y areas (laughs) and did some hikes. So that was really nice. Yeah, good to get out of the city. Super nice. Oh, I'm glad we both had a relaxing long weekend. Yes, yes, exactly. Doesn't always turn out that we have time off around the same time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, fam, let's talk about your Instagram account. Why did you decide to start it? Let's start there. So I do have a personal Instagram account for those who don't know. And while I use it for personal reasons, I had noticed that I was getting a lot of people following me there via my YouTube channel. And so they had a lot of questions about design and a lot of people were reaching out to me in my DMs, asking me design questions. And I don't mind having these conversations about design and helping these people out, but I started to notice that like I would open up Instagram in my personal time just wanting to like, you know, disconnect and like do what you do, mindless scrolling, looking at friends stories. But I'd always have these messages from people needing help in design. And I got to a point where I just wanted to separate that a little bit. It was kind of frustrating that every time I logged on to Instagram, which for me was like my relaxing time, I would get pulled into these DMs trying to help people about design and 
again, don't mind doing that, but just because I was like on my own personal Instagram account, I just wanted that, that separation. Um, Mm. And in addition to that, I also felt like there was an opportunity for me to kind of connect with people a little bit more on, on Instagram, like with YouTube. I mean, you can comment on a video. I can sort of talk to people in the comments, but it's really hard to get like deeper and have like one-on-one discussions with people. Uh, And so I was kind of looking for a platform that would allow me to do that. And Instagram kind of felt like a good platform for that. So that was kind of the initial main reasons that I wanted to start this account. I love it because, yeah, on your personal Instagram, which obviously I have been following for many years as a (laughs) personal friend of yours, (laughs) uh, you don't really post about design. It's usually photos of your hikes, um, interiors. I don't know. It's just photos from trips usually when when you're actually traveling. So this is really different, the type of content that you're putting on the design Instagram. Do you want to just share a little bit more about what you're posting there for anyone who hasn't seen it yet? Yeah, I'm posting like... Every time there's a new video, I now have like a little carousel with sort of like TLDR. You can swipe through and get the gist of the video. Uh, I'm posting like design resources, things that inspire me, any kind of like giveaways that I might be doing in the future, things like that. Uh, I'm also trying to use stories to be a bit more engaging. I'm trying like weekly Q&As where, you know, every Thursday people can ask me questions and I'll answer them. Uh, So yeah, really trying to like create a little bit more ephemeral engaging content um, that I didn't want to post on my personal account. I really wanted to keep that like, as you say, my hiking photos and like that's a place for me to connect with my overseas friends and my family and things like that. So again, really wanted to keep that quite separate. That's interesting to me to hear that that approach to things. And I wonder like, why haven't you made your personal Instagram private if that's the case? Well, I just did. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah. there we go. So once I created the new Instagram account, I was like, okay, now I'm switching the other one to private and like kind of keeping it friends and family. I don't really want like my YouTube subscribers to to follow me there. Not that it's like personal stuff that I post on there, but again, I just wanted the separation. So yeah, now my OG Instagram account is is private and this new one is kind of like where I'm trying to direct my quote unquote audience to, to sort of like engage with me and see design content. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. This, the separation that you've built, I, I don't have this with Instagram. I do just have the one Instagram account that's public yep. and it's, you know, sort of a free for all. Uh, I have some of the same problems that you do though, where I get messages about design and design mm, things mm-hmm. when I'm not looking to talk about that. Right. Um, but I create this separation more with Facebook and with LinkedIn. So my Facebook, which I never use, but the only people I have on there is family members. I don't even have friends on there. Like, I don't I don't know if you even have a Facebook anymore, Finn, but I'm pretty sure we weren't friends on there. Um, <laughs> Sorry. If, <laughs> no, I don't have a Facebook did. anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and LinkedIn as well. I keep my LinkedIn purely for people who I've literally worked with. Right, right, right. Either currently or in the past. And I get a lot of people adding me on there, you know, who want to connect. Sure. uh, Who watch my videos or whatever. uh, And I don't accept because I want to keep that just my professional space for people who I actually work with. So I think we all do create these divisions at some point of how much we want to be accessible publicly. And uh, I guess, yeah, give, give access to to everybody versus just the people who we already know. Uh, so that's that's interesting that you've chosen to do Instagram this way. Okay, 
So now we know the reasons behind the why of it. How's it been going so far? The the launch of it and, and was it what you expected? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, the launch itself went surprisingly well. I launched it on a Friday and I don't know, it was one of those moments where I was like refreshing, expecting to like maybe have gained two followers and I'd gained like 50. Woohoo! I think in the first 24 hours I got like a thousand followers, which was kind of just not expected. I really didn't expect it at all. I, I don't know about you. I find it so hard to get followers on Instagram, like just generally. Um, so that was kind of surprising. The launch went really well. It seemed like people were really, really excited to see me on there as like a design focused Instagram account. So that was really nice to get that positive feedback. Um, since then, I guess it's been like a week. <laughs> so it's still like kind of new and novel. Um, but it has been nice to kind of go in there and have, again, like these design conversations with people. Uh, I find that I'm like more willing to engage because when I open it, I'm like intentionally, yeah, I'm logging onto my design Instagram now. So like, you know, I'm, I'm in the mindset and the headspace to like engage with people and talk about design. So that's been really, really nice. And yeah, surprisingly, like the Q and A's that I, I think I've done two Q and A's so far. Uh, and I've been getting a lot of questions, like 50 questions, like too many to answer almost. Nice. Um, so I guess people are liking it and I'm finding it kind of fun too, to like creatively think about what I want to share and how I want to share it. Um, so, so far, so good. That's great. What sort of processes have you put in place for actually making the content? Because the the content that you're sharing on there is more involved, I would guess, than your other Instagram where it's like, yes, maybe you do some slight edits to a photo and post it. This is like fully designed, like you say, carousels and images and things like that. Tell us a little bit about how you're making the content for it. Yeah. So spoiler alert, I'm working with a freelancer uh, who is helping me do this because I knew going into it that like I didn't want to like have it be a whole nother sort of uh, platform to manage all the time. So it's been really helpful to almost kind of like outsource this to a a freelancer who she she helped me launch it as well. Uh, And she's also helped create like some templates for me in Figma. If I want to quickly go and create my own post, I can totally do that. But so far, like we're still figuring out the process, but I'm kind of giving her a heads up with like, okay, here's the content I have planned for October. Um, I'll send her like early, like previews to the videos I'm working on so she can view them in advance. And she kind of helps put together the carousels and the key takeaways and things like that. Um, And sometimes she also posts for me as well, which has been kind of helpful to like have that off, off my chest as well. So I admit I'm getting a little bit of help here in doing this, um, but I've actually really enjoyed working with her and being able to bounce ideas off her. Like she's come up with some ideas and like some suggestions on how we can do things. And that's been really nice to kind of have that collaborative process and have someone who like is honestly just like better at this than I am. Uh, so it's, it's really nice to have that support for sure. I love that. Have you noticed anything about, I know it's like early days, but is there one particular type of content that people seem to be engaging with more than most? I mean, other than your Q&As, which sounds like, you know, a lot of people are interested in that. What about the posts to the feed? Yeah, actually, so I thought that the carousels would be quite popular. Like every time I have a new video, there's a little carousel about it. I've seen that be really popular on other design Instagram accounts. Uh, but surprisingly people like, well, actually now not so surprisingly now that I think about it is people like the personal posts. Like 
I maybe take a photo of a book I'm reading or like here's my like a photo of my desk set up uh, and people are like really engaging in those posts and asking questions and sharing their own book that they're reading or whatever uh, so that's been kind of surprising but also really cool to see that people are engaged and want to have these conversations and are interested in in what I'm kind of doing day to day yeah which I guess is why so many people were wanting to follow you on your personal account, yeah right yeah totally to, to have that connection cool so it sounds like you're creating a good balance here of it feeling personal but also like being design educational as well yeah in a way for you to like promote your videos and things yeah and you know that's like I've come to sort of realized this in the last few months mostly actually from people telling me this is that I feel like my how I position my content is really authentic transparent no bs like kind of just showing you straight up how it is getting straight to the point being really practical and people have told me this that that's what they really appreciate about my style of content so it's really important for me to continue that and carry that through on the Instagram when I decided that I wanted to do this, I did a lot of like desk research, you know, like looking at other design Instagram accounts. I think I looked at like 50, you know, and put them all in a doc and was kind of listing what I liked, what I didn't like about each account. And um, yeah, it was just really important to me to like maintain that authenticity on my account and not just kind of do exactly what everybody else is doing. Uh, so that's been kind of a fun challenge, actually, along with Flo, my freelancer, to kind of think about strategically how we can make this different, how we can make this unique and not just like another cookie cutter design Instagram. Well, okay. I mean, you don't have to name names here because they <laughs> might be a little bit bitchy, but um, what are you actively avoiding in particular? Like what's yeah. something that you're like, I don't, I want to make sure I don't do this. Yeah. Love this question. I'm avoiding just a lot of photos of myself on the feed. Shots called because that's basically what my Instagram feed is completely. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I, I'm not I get it, make, I get trying it. to make this personal, but I, I didn't want it to be this like on the surface of it, like vain looking, like just photos of me. Um, sort yeah, of account. yeah, that's not what it's about. <laughs> also, just like too many carousels and like clickbaity carousels. I really didn't want to do that. That's why at the moment my carousels are only like about the video I've posted. Uh, I'm not doing like additional like new content necessarily for the carousels okay uh, so I didn't want to do that at least not now I also I didn't want to use like stock images and like loud yelly shouty fonts and again like clickbait titles things like that I just again really wanted it to be authentic just the content I already create and all of its value in my style in my way with my brand um, so yeah really trying to make sure that the feed is is balanced and provides value and a lot of it, honestly, is just remixed content. It's just the video I posted or I, I think I even have a post up about like a podcast that we, you know, launched. Um, so it's a lot of like repurposing content. But these people like, I guess what I like about Instagram is that like I can it's kind of like an aggregate of all of my content across like different channels and different side projects so you know these people don't necessarily follow me on twitter or maybe they listen to the podcast but they don't know about the youtube so yeah i think i rambled there but um hopefully that that gives some insight <laughs> no no that's definitely that's that's helpful have what what impact have you noticed it doing uh, for your other areas online like for your youtube channel for people following you on twitter or i don't know your mentorship calls things like that what impact has the Instagram had so far? Oh, um, 
hard to say so far like too new yeah I don't know I I would be very surprised if people are discovering me first on Instagram like okay I think the YouTube is driving people to the Instagram the Twitter that I have is driving people to the Instagram at least for now because it's so new so I don't know if I can confidently say that like this Instagram account has generated anything new or back for me yet I did like test a little bit recently I opened up some new mentoring sessions and I sort of posted that on my Instagram account and I was really curious to see if like that would lead to some bookings like I kind of paid attention for the next day or two like oh is anyone now booking in these slots because I kind of announced it on Instagram Um, and not on the first day but the second day yeah all the books all, all the slots got booked up so I'm like was that because of the Instagram like I don't know for sure it's kind of hard to make that correlation but I don't know. I think there's like interesting potentials uh, that could come from the Instagram later on. Yeah, I I could definitely see it in the future being the thing, the place that people discover you because right. Instagram is, that's just how a lot of people use it is as that discovery tool. I honestly have struggled with the idea of using Instagram for this sort of thing because it's not the way I personally use it. Yeah, and so yeah. Whereas YouTube, I'm on there looking for vlogs. I'm on there looking for like educational videos and that sort of thing. And that's the type of stuff I make. And so I feel very comfortable doing that. But on Instagram, I just want to see pretty pictures. (laughs) And that's what I use it for. Sometimes I'll read the caption. Sometimes I'll share a few shots of what I'm doing that day on my stories. But I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not using it efficiently. I know that for sure. I think that you are using it more efficiently now as this place to like yeah. bring your content together. For example, when I launched Inside Marketing Design, I don't think I posted about it a single <laughs> time on Instagram. Like, And I think that I've posted maybe two pictures to my Instagram feed since August, right. you know? Yeah. Just not using it well at the moment. Yeah. And so it's it's honestly inspiring to me to see you take this on and to hear about how you're, like, how you're making it happen um, in working with a freelancer, like, I feel like that's not something I considered as having someone to help with Instagram. And I'm looking forward to honestly seeing how how it does impact your content and everything else in future because I just have a hunch that it's it's going to be big for you. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Yeah, we we will see. I'm enjoying it so far. It feels nice to have this peace of mind that like when I want to share design related stuff, I can just open that account and share it. Before like on my personal account, it just felt weird that I would like you know, it's like, here's a photo of me on my hike. And now here I'm talking about YouTube. And now here I'm going back to like baking bread. Um, and like, it can work. Uh, and like, some people actually like that because then they're seeing the like real you and the whatever design you, right? Professional you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I considered continuing doing that, but I don't know. I think the the line for me was drawn when like, yeah, every time I opened it, it was like my DMs were like full of design questions. And I was like, okay, I think I just need to separate. Uh, And I think this also opens up new opportunities for me to like, yeah, use Instagram like as a platform as it's meant to be used. Uh, So I don't know. I'm curious where I will take it. We will see. Um, But it's been fun too. Like, like you were saying as well, I actually don't on my personal account, at least, like, haven't so far followed any other design Instagrams. Uh, It was only when I started, like, thinking about doing this that I started looking for them. Um, And so now I follow a few from 
my design Instagram account and following other designers that are also doing similar content. Uh, and nice. there is a lot out there, Charlie. Like there is a lot. Yeah. And, like there's a whole huge community on there. Like some people have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of followers and their whole platform of content creation is Instagram. Like they don't have YouTube or whatever. Um, so yeah. I think there's a lot of potential. It's kind of an exciting space. Um, and yeah, we'll see what I end up doing with it. Cool. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm excited to follow along. Um, I know this is new, but any tips you have for anyone who is thinking of starting their own design-focused Instagram, wanting to make this similar transition? Yeah, I mean, I think what I did with like this launch was kind of exciting. Uh, I I would encourage that to like kind of hyping it up, making it a thing. I kind of wish that I had like leading up to it, shared a bit more that I was doing it. I kept it quite on the down low. And sort of just like on Friday was like, I have this new account. I think it could have been fun to maybe like hype it like seven days to go or whatever. Could have maybe led to more followers on that first day. But again, I'm still super surprised with how many I got. Uh, So I think like launching with, I think I had like four or five posts on the feed. Like I didn't want to just launch a blank account, right? It's just not super inspiring to follow a blank account. So Having a launch, having some posts already up there, having also a bit of a plan for like what you're going to publish after that. Like you don't want to launch something and then for a month it's a dead account, right? You want to like keep the momentum going, like keep it interesting, keep it exciting. So save a few posts to publish like, you know, within the week or two after you launch it. Uh, I think that that's really important. And use stories. I think it's a really engaging way to talk to your followers I've been enjoying the Q&A's that's been really fun people want to get to know you they want like they want you to be their friend so I've really enjoyed using stories and would encourage people to use those as well that's my like first two-week tips so far I think I love it well as you learn more throughout this adventure on Instagram you can share more with us and you know give more tips as as you come across them. I shall, I shall. And okay, let me ask you, after this conversation, are you, like, does this cause you to pause to think about your own account or are you still like, oh, no, I'm good with my account. I don't want to change anything. It definitely does. I think that I, like, I've been thinking for a long time about hiring a VA for many things. And I feel like Instagram would be one of them. Yeah, for sure. I feel torn about the idea of creating a new account though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, like it's always this thing of like, I want to be a person, not a brand. Yeah. And I feel like if I made a new account, it would feel like a brand. Yep. I don't know. I just find that split stressful of having to think like, which self am I being now? And I want to like keep it all together. Because yep. for me, it's like the super personal stuff I just would like text a photo to my family right you know in our group message and not post it on on Instagram so I'm okay with like that side of things um yeah I don't know I think I have to think about a way that I want to do it in a way that's sustainable because honestly just creating videos at the moment is enough of a headache for me yeah I hear you and but perhaps hiring help could be a way to do it but I definitely see the value in using Instagram more as like a a platform in and of itself mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. some people just like to consume an Instagram and that's it you know like that's why I like the way you said for your carousel posts you're like taking the tips from the video and putting them in there yeah 
so that people can learn and, and get the learnings from it, but from the Instagram instead of from YouTube. And right. It doesn't really matter how people learn. Like the important thing is you taught them something, right? Totally. Do you think that you'll, you could see yourself cross posting your videos to IGTV or reels or whatever oh, yeah. they're calling it now? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Potentially, you know, I was thinking about that yesterday actually, cause I saw that there are people that do that. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like I might be more likely to maybe publish like 20 seconds and then watch the rest on YouTube kind of thing. Um, but I, I haven't used IGTV or reels enough to like really know how it even works. I feel like a bit of a old noob. So maybe I should start there by like figuring out how it works and if it's worth cross posting. Don't know. Yeah. Cause for me, I have the same problem like I do with, you know, posting design content to Instagram. It's not what I consume there. So I find it hard right. to like fathom. Yeah. I can't stand watching stuff on IGTV yep. because you can't like change the speed of it. And I just, I like to put my YouTube videos on 2X. Yeah, like I hear if I'm watching you. YouTube video, it's probably on 2X. Uh, and you can't do that on IGTV as far as I know. But anyway, that's going off on a different topic now. And to answer your original question, yes, I think I am rethinking my, well, I'm thinking about needing a strategy, mm. not rethinking my strategy. I don't have one right. currently. No. <laughs> well, thanks for being honest. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking that perhaps I need one because I'm seeing the success you're having and feeling like I need to get in on that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me know. Keep me updated if you uh, decide to to do something with it. Will do. And I hope this was useful to anyone listening as well. If you've been thinking about teaching through Instagram, I suppose is really summing up what we're talking about here is that being your platform mm -hmm. for educational content so yeah if you've been thinking about that i hope this episode has been useful or interesting for you if you want to hear more episodes of the show head to designlife.fm 203 episodes now fam that's a lot of episodes crikey that's a lot i don't know what we're going to talk about next <laughs> well <laughs> if you've got any suggestions person listening for what we should talk about next you can tweet us we're at designlife.fm or maybe you could send Femme a DM on her new Instagram account. <laughs> Instagram.com slash Femke.design. Dot is like spelled out. Am I correct? Yes, D-O-T. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. And they'll be linked in the show notes for you to go and follow along there and see the cool stuff she's making. Awesome. Thanks for that amazing outro. And thank you for all the questions about Instagram. Uh, I hope person listening that it was interesting uh, for you. And yes, we'd love to see you over on Instagram. See you next time, Femme. Bye. Bye.